Hello, everyone. Welcome to Freedom International live stream. And uh, this is where they, we gather together, podcasters, and of course, our guests or guests, so that we could share with you all those provable truth, actual science, established facts, unbiased medicine, and uh, unmanipulated data. And of course, at the end, and maybe even before the end, empowering action steps. And that's what really we're here for, because we've been in this journey for a while now, always coming together. And of course, we are so happy that we have Kevin Jenkins, the Chief Executive Officer of Urban Global Health Alliance, back to us. And, you know, he's one of my local and global heroes. I sometimes I feel like he's my he's my brother from another mother or from another father or from another planet. It doesn't matter. So I'm comfortable with him. And we happen to be living in New Jersey, except that he's really been traveling so much. So and wherever he is, he makes time that he could join us and grace uh, our his presence with us. OK, so um, people have to really start making that choice of where you want to be, like ask yourself, which side will you be on? What are you going to do now? Will you just continue what you're doing since last year? Or would you make change it differently? And since Kevin has been educating, connecting power alliances with individuals and organizations, I think I want to start with Kevin's sharing what he has been seeing around, you know, and maybe start with the good ones, Kevin. The happy ones, okay. <laughs> well, it's all happy, Grace. I mean, everywhere I've gone, I think I've been to 17 cities in the last year and a half. And you know, the one thing I try to do is communicate with people where they are. You know, um, you know, talk about where we are as a country, talk about where we are as a family, talk about why we are trying to do the things we're trying to do to protect our children. And at the end of the day, what kind of world do we want to live in, you know, moving forward? I mean, that's the discussion. I mean, we talk about, you know, the injections a lot, what, that pl what the platform of the injection is. And we talk about how to change the culture of health in this country, in the black community, in the white community, and no matter what tribe you're in. We need to really be focused on that because I believe a healthy, you know, community is a healthy society. And I, if we have a healthy society, we can move and grow and evolve as spiritual human beings or faithful human beings. And I think that's where I'm at right now. You know, there's, this is a defining moment for all of us. You know, all of the things that my forefathers fought for, all of the things that your forefathers fought for, we fought to be free. We fought to be, be free to breathe. We fought to be free to love and be a community. And right now there's a seismic shift in the universe by a group of individuals, or I call them the global tyrants, to take that away from us. But they've been working on this for decades, for centuries. And I think the problem that I have with all of this is are we prepared to fight? Are we prepared to do something to stand up against it. This year for us at Urban Global Health Alliance is about the year of action. You know, hope, love, and action. You know, finding your God courage, finding something deep inside of you to identify what this is and not to live in deep denial and be concerned about bringing more people on this, this ship to justice, this ship that's going to change and transform the world and stop worrying about the people that already want to surrender their power, but worry about the world and educate the people that want to work with us. I think that one of the things I'm noticing is that people are starting to take a deep breath and take that whole that whole narrative about finding their God courage 
to heart because it's really important. You know, if you're a person of faith, if you love your family, if you love your children, you know, this whole thing about splitting families up on this is just ridiculous. This whole thing about race is just horribly ridiculous because this has nothing to do with race. This has something to do with humanity, saving humanity. This whole race narrative is just a, a, a process that's being put in place by the global tyrants to split us up because I believe it's more about class. I believe it's more about, you know, people saying that if we can keep black communities focused on victimhood, we can't join hands with other communities to fight against the things and fight against the groups that are systematically trying to put, I guess, engage us and put us back into perpetual slavery, not slavery, but I don't guess, I know it. So that's where I'm at right now, Grace. That's where I'm at at this moment. This is what I'm working on. This is why I'm going all around the country. This is why I'm taking the documentary Medical Racism all around the country that, that I helped to co-produce with Bobby Kennedy and um, um, uh, Abdul Malik Muhammad and Curtis um, Cost and so many other great people talking about what is medical racism, just not as a identifying for black Americans, but identifying for all of us. And um, so that's one of the things we're doing. The second thing we're doing is like, we're going to lead the world. We're not going to allow them to build the world for us. So we created Freedom Airway. Freedom Airway is our, our ability to look at how we're going to travel. So if you go on freedomairwayfreedom.com, if you go on um, Urban Global Health Alliance, you should support us. You should come and financially support us. You should share with your friends because we're building a bridge to the future, our future, not theirs. And I'm going to be talking about that all over the country. So, you know, next week I'll be back in Georgia. Next week after that, I'll be in Oklahoma. Next week after that, I'll be in Nebraska. Because if we're not on the road spreading the good news, you know, the good gospel, right, the gospel, nobody's going to know. So I've taken upon myself with so many other great Americans and so many other great people around the world to start really fighting back and pushing back and not being afraid to do it. So that's where I'm at right now. Thank you. Thank you for all the things that you do, for all the, you know, just the collaboration with a lot of powerful people. Because that seeing you do that inspire us as well. And that's all we can count on. So I'm hearing from you that even if it looks doom and gloom right now, we hear it, but it's still so much bright, brighter, you know, years to come or hopefully months to come. But at this point, I guess we have to work harder. Now, what are we going to do with, uh, with our government officials, all the doctors that, you know, it seems like we have really depended on them dependent on them to help us if we're in trouble before okay we can complain we report to the police right. we, you know if we have some issues health issues let's go to the doctor but now is it even safe to even you know go to them report to them <laughs> so well I, I don't listen here's the, here's the situation you know there's some good people out here in either of these organizations. No, not all cops are bad. Not all doctors are bad. But the good doctors that are out there fighting for us, they're being censored, which is un-American. Un they're being deplatformed, which is un-American. So we no longer have a constitution. So it's clear that the global titans now control the world. They control our government. Our government has abandoned us, I mean, at every level. So I'm really concerned that people around the world don't understand that the major problem that we have is the proxies for the global tyrants. That means our government. Our government has left us and abandoned us, and they're passing laws to take our freedoms away from us. So when I hear people going around saying, it's our constitutional right, no, you're not fighting for your constitution. You're not fighting for your right to be free. 
You're just standing alone and say, oh, these principles that were given to us by your forefathers, your forefathers are saying, this is what can't be done. This is what we should do. Well, that's gone. Your church has abandoned you. Your, your faith leaders have abandoned you. You know, they, they closed down their churches and zoomed in Jesus. And now they're opening up their churches to sell this injection, this experimental biologic. I mean, what kind of nonsense is that? And we're still looking for those men and women to guide us, you know, in this whole effort of seeking God's face and seeking the truth. So we have to do, we have to we have to throw those things over the overboard. Keep our faith, keep our love for God, keep our love for family, but know that those institutions have no value to us. And I don't know why we keep looking for them to have value. We need a seismic shift in our thinking. We have to get rid of the government that we fund, that we finance, and these leaders that have told us they know better than we do. They know better than we do. The faith leaders, right? Some of us have good pastors, but guess what? You have to ask your pastors. How are you standing up for us or are you just being quiet? Are you going to go out in front and work for us? Are you going to promote the Jesus that you promoted to us, the liberating Jesus, liberating Christ? Or are you going to stand back and do the work of the global tyrants? So we have to make a decision. See, the lines have now been drawn. What side are you on? You, just, you don't have to take a month to figure that out. What side are you on? So that's where I'm at right now. I'm asking everybody, what side are you on? Are you on the side of the global tyrants or are you on the side of God and saving humanity? Or are you on the side of people that are trying to take our rights to be human away from us? Or are you on the side with the people that are going to fight every day with their soul and with their heart to protect their value, protect their body sovereignty? We, I mean, what are we talking about here? You can't over-intellectualize this. You got to know it. What side are you on? That's the question. What side are you on? And, and then, Kevin, out of that question... I usually want to ask, you know, others and even myself. So then what role would you play in that side that you're on? So because I'm thinking that, you know, as a grandmother, then, you know, uh, you know, that little children look, look, look up to us. So then I said, will I really be able to face them in the future? If there's even future for me, you know, and then you said that, you know, what have I done? What is my role? And I guess that is my question, you know, then after that, I appreciate it, whatever you share, especially for the parents. Well, you know, listen, here's the deal. I mean, we've seen this before in history. We've seen when we surrendered our power to tyrant leaders or tyrannical groups. We are destroyed. Our children are destroyed. The future of our society is destroyed. The future of humanity is destroyed. So as an individual, you know, you have to dig deep. That's why I always say you got to find your God courage. See, if you, if you find your God courage, it, it will speak to you. You will find that strength. You will find that inner energy to fight back. You know what's right and wrong. You know what's right and wrong. You know. You know if you continue down this path, you know, and giving your freedoms away, giving your body sovereignty away, giving your God species away, you know. I mean, come on, are you kidding me? You know, in your heart, you know, Grace. In your heart, all of us on this panel, we know. That's why we're doing these shows. That's why we're traveling around the country. That's why we're trying to figure out a way to communicate to the people that are trying to find out, you know, what to do and find their God courage. Not the ones that want to surrender their bodies. If you want to surrender your body, it's fine. But you're not going to take my body sovereignty away from me. You're not going to sequester my voice. You're not going to shut me down. I'm going to fight for myself and for my family and for groups like us. But when you do lose and when you've realized what you just signed on to, we'll embrace you, too, because it's all about love also. Right. But I'm not going to surrender my life and my power and my voice to any group, not one person on this planet Earth. Now, when they see us doing that, they respond differently. See, I'm not going to accommodate them. 
We have to stop accommodating them because we were trained to accommodate. We were trained to live in fear. We were trained to say, oh, if I don't say anything, it'll go away. This is not going away. I want everybody to understand at home, this is not going away unless we fight for it to go away. So your children now belong to them. Listen, you have parents putting masks on their children, the mask of shame on their children. You have people running to take an experimental biologic, which they have the right to do, but I have the right not to take it. I have the right to protect my body sovereignty. I have the right to protect the body that God gave me. They're actually going and running and turning their bodies over to the global tyrants, expecting some health, uh, health something beautiful to happen to them, happen to them. It's not. You have now given up yourself. You are now a slave. You are a perpetual slave and you're a danger to yourself. See, I'm, I come from a different club. You know, I don't come from the club of sitting back and standing and not saying anything. Just like, you know, if I walk in a place without a mask, you're going to challenge me. I'm going to challenge you. You have surrendered. You've given your body over to the global tyrants and now you're a slave. So don't come and try to take my life away from me. See, this is the problem with us. We're not ready to do that yet because we actually believe that something miraculous is going to happen. God did. Something did miraculous happen. He gave us the voice to push against this. What are we waiting for? Are you waiting for God to come and tap you in your head? Well, he's, gave, he's given you the voice. He's given you the power. He's given you the strength. The ones that are willing to fight for it. The ones that are willing to open up their minds to the grace of God. Right? So you have to, as a parent, make a choice. You, as an individual, have to make a choice. You, as a family, have to make a choice. Are you going to give your body to something that doesn't stop transmission? Are you going to give your body to something that 99.9% of the people that have ever gotten it or any virus on this earth, what, they recovered? Are you going to now surrender your body and be a profit center for big pharma, big tech, and the global tyrants? Or are you going to be free? Are you going to heal your body? Are you going to heal your soul? Are you going to heal your mind? Are you going to heal your spirit? You got to make a choice. Mm-hmm. Look, Jesus didn't die for some chumps, right? I mean, you know, think about that. You know, you go to church, they're always talking about Jesus. You go to the mosque, they're talking about, but they all abandoned the faith. They all, they all abandoned what was told to them. They are now tools of the oligarchs. And I tell them all, if you're a preacher, if you're a, 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 a rabbi and you're not standing up against the tyranny, this tyranny, you're a war criminal. You're complicit. If you're a black American and you're telling people in your community to take this experimental biologic, knowing the exploitation, experimentation of the black body, knowing what that now that's structural racism. You are a modern day slave catcher. So we don't want to call people that because we want to take the high road when they're cutting our legs up from underneath us every day. So I call them what they are. You are modern slave, modern day slave catcher. You are. (laughs) I call them that you are a war criminal. And we're not prepared to do that because for some apparent reason, you know, they, they snookered us so much that, you know, we forget that all of those people like Martin, all of those people like Malcolm, all of those people like Ida B. Wells, all of those people like Frederick Douglass, all of those people that in our communities, they had to cross the river to fight injustice, to get free, to come back and fight for the people that didn't have the power to fight. I concur with everything you said, especially on the last one, making about your, you know, all those leaders before us. Because in my heart also, when I came to United States, I always think about the, my, the Filipino revolutionary heroes that made it possible for me to come. I always think of them and say, if they will be alive or if I would be in their uh, you know, era, what would I do? So right. amen to that and God is really good. And I say to God be the glory and I would like to pass it on to Jane. 
Hi, Kevin. Hi, Jane. You know, I, what you're saying resonates so much. And my podcast is called Empowered Mind. Mm. Because I, I feel what's happening is that so many are have been programmed to have blind faith into a narrative and what they think is someone more intelligent or in a higher place than them. Instead of listening to their own critical thinking and their own heart and what's going on. And I, I feel we're really um, led by fear and the fear mongering and the, the media that sends people into a state where they can't even think and they just run in a certain direction without saying, wait, what's going on? And, you know, I'm a naturopathic doctor and we are policed all the time. We can't, we can't suggest cures for COVID. We, I just, I just signed um, my self-assessment, which says I can't take testimonials. I can't offer testimonials about what I do. I have to have informed consent into every, everything that I do. Um, that I can't imply cure ever, that I, I have no, I, I can't promise someone that I have the cure. And yet what's going on is there's no informed consent. No one knows the truth about the fact that this jab isn't going to be through trials for another two years. We are the experiment and they imply that it's cure when it can't all it, it has no it, there is no it, it does not if you read there is no no cure but they imply there is so it, it's really um upsetting i i was just in florida and i heard a couple over talking and one person hadn't been out for a year they were so afraid until they got their second vaccine and now they think they can go to every party and go out to restaurants again and they were talking to the person that was considering getting it and they were saying oh i called my doctor and she said that it was going to be okay because all of this is just conspiracy theory stuff that it's experimental so they're they're lying like and it's heartbreaking well you know someone said to me the other day you know, I see us all as crack troops and, you know, I sympathize with you, but I know a doctor, I'm not going to say her name because I, I love her, but she gave back her license. She said, I don't want to be a part of a group like that. And she mm -hmm. hasn't lost one client. <laughs> she gave back her license. I will not be dictated by an industry that I know that's lying to millions and millions of people around the world. You know, when you surrender your power, not you in particular, we have to stop. Yeah. And many. I think Kevin, did you freeze? I think he froze. Grace, you're unmuted. You're muted. Uh, Grace, uh, Kevin's frozen. We got to wait till he comes back. So, yeah. um, um, Jane, you may want to share more of your experience. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, I saw both sides a lot. Right. I saw. I saw um, people completely liberated and not buying into it at all. I saw people in cars double masked and in total fear. I heard people that hadn't left their home in a year. I, and yet I saw people that um, were totally uh, like awake and I think there's quite a few of them, but, um, and Florida is 
is a, a beautiful state. Like they've allowed the people to choose um, whatever they wish to do and they will not enforce this, you know, medical paradigm. But um, yeah. But the fact that you're, I don't, this, this web of control is just incredible that it comes down to you at a doctor's level and naturopath's level. And you feel, you know, it, like when you said that, I just felt chains around you, around me. It's just incredible. Yeah. There's, they, yeah. there's not an aspect of freedom that they are not trying to quelch. No. And there's not an aspect of truth that they are not trying to quelch. Yeah. And my brother was just diagnosed with uh, prostate cancer. And I know if he could get intravenous vitamin C, mega dose, which is inexpensive, I know he wouldn't have to worry about anything else. But he can't even get it. It's this kind of thing that is just insanity. And yeah. And I mean, and we're finding the same. Can you see me? Yeah, we see you. Okay. So anyway, my position is this. We need to be building our own art. We need to be pushing back from these institutions that are trying to take our voices away. You know, like I told you, a doctor that I admire gave back her license and haven't missed a client yet. I'm just going to, I'm kind of repeating myself because I want people to hear this. So in creating Freedom Airway and Urban Global Health Alliance was the impetus for us to go out and start building a different kind of conversation, understanding that the destruction of Big Pharma, you know, has been, I mean, just devastating to the black community, but devastating to all of our communities. I can't even walk down the street without looking at people and sizing them up. I mean, I'm mentally crazy now because I'm like, that person's unhealthy. How did we get here? That child's unhealthy. How did we get here? How are they accepting this? Why are they taking all this medicine? That means we did a poor job. And guess what? I am very, very proud of all of the doctors around the world you know, um, that are fighting against this. And guess what? It's all right to be called crazy because guess we're on the right side of history. They're not. These, but see, if we don't call these doctors war criminals, if we don't identify who they are, they get to still put on their white coats and continue to kill us. See, this is the problem I have. You know, that's where I'm at. No, if you're on TV promoting this, you're a war criminal. And the doctors that are fighting for us and the individuals that are fighting for us, are we going to protect them? Are we going to fight for them? If they put me on this list, um, what is it called? The dirty disinformation list, right? Mm -hmm. That I'm giving disinformation out to people. Well, if I'm if, if I'm telling people to stand firm and you know protect their body sovereignty and protect their God species and make sure they live a healthy life by taking the things I think that are important for them to live a thriving, healthy life and a healthy be a healthy community. Well, that's not un-American. That's not ungodly. If I'm telling people to stand up for their rights. If I'm telling people to protect their breath, protect their family, if I'm telling people to get together no matter if you're white or black, that's not that's not un-American. That's not inhuman, right? So I'm the disinformation. I'm disinformation for telling the truth. Yeah. And guess what? I'm a super spreader of truth. I am anti-anything that takes my life to, to be free away from me. I'm anti-anything. And as far as being called um, a conspiracy, a conspiracy theorist, guess what? The greatest conspiracy is ignorance. Hmm. Remember that. When somebody says that, well, the greatest conspiracy is ignorance. Because in 20 years, we'll be sitting in a room by ourselves having some tea because we will be free. And those people that surrendered their bodies and have become perpetual slaves, guess what? I know the ending story for them because history has told us that already. This has been done before. We've seen this ugly thing before. We've seen how these evil men and evil women have taken a position to wipe us out. And it took only, it took only a third of us to fight back and win. So I'm on the I'm on that side, the third of us, the crack troops, right? So that's where we are. And we have to make that decision. This is the year of action. 
Yeah. And at the very least demand that there is informed consent saying exactly what this is and what is in it and when it would be approved. And you, like, if you, if you care to take it because of all that, go ahead. But people don't know. Well, guess what? You're right. People don't know, but that's why we're doing these shows. That's why we're out here in the, in the streets. We have to get out in the streets now because they're going to come after all of us. I mean, this is, if, if we comply, you know, I have a saying, when you comply, you die. So people say, oh, Kevin, it's easy for you to say that. What the hell are you talking about? I'm a black American living in this country. What are you talking about? I know what structural racism is. I know what institutional racism is. I know what they've done to the black body by exploiting it and experimenting on it. I know that my black body has been the gateway to big pharma's enormous wealth from the beginning to the end where I'm at now from 1619 coming at in my family, a descendant of slaves. So what the hell are you talking about? Any black American that's telling someone to surrender their bodies to the same corporations that enslaved us for 400 years, right, is a modern day slave catcher. And if I tell them to get on this show right now, call all your friends up. Say, Kevin Jenkins wants to do what? I want to debate them on this issue. I want to have a discussion with them on this issue. They will not do it. They will not come on this show. They will not come on any show. I know who they are. I know who finances them, right? I know, who's, I know who they're working for. I know what institutions they belong to because I grew up as an insider. So if you notice, they don't come, they don't do anything. I had a news reporter call um, a week ago trying to find out something about my institution, Urban Global Health Alliance. It's real simple. Get on the website. You know what they were really implying? Who's paying for this black man to do this? Because this black man is not smart enough to build an institution to speak to the world. That this black man has to be financed by some white people. Now, that's racist. Now, that's institute. You see what I'm trying to say to you guys? Now, that is racist. That I'm not being paid by big pharma. I'm not being paid by big tech. Oh, he's coming after the black church. Oh, he's saying what they're not doing. How does this guy do that? Yeah. You, you see where I'm at with this? Yeah. Well, yeah. And, you know, uh, white people have stood back and watched because they haven't been the ones that have been, you know, affronted. Well, you know, but here's the thing. I, I see it as karmic. Like, let's, you know, let's, speak to this. let's speak to this. I want to speak to where you are because I'm a little frustrated this morning about this issue. Go ahead. I'm not frustrated. I'm not frustrated. I got to take that. I'm not using the word frustrated. I'm just stunned that right now, when you turn on your TV, because I don't watch any of it, because someone asked me, Kevin, you don't watch the news? I said, why would I get up every morning and watch, hear a lie, listen to a lie? I want every black American and every white American out there that's listening to me right now from a black American man. I'm a real black American man, a real one. See? Okay. <laughs> this is not about race. This has nothing to do with race. The global elite, right? All of you left-leaning people out there, because I grew up in that community, right? They're perpetuating a lie. This is not about race. And when I hear white people talk about their guilt and talk about all of that, I'm stunned by, like, really, you're buying that nonsense? Guess what? You have assumed white privilege. If you buy that, you got a problem. We're all humans trying to fight against the same group of people. And that's why they want to have you say, oh, I have white privilege. What the hell are you talking about? I want black privilege. I grew up with a mother and father. I grew up in a community that loved me. I grew up being told I can be and do anything I wanted to be. 
That didn't stop. I mean, I understand structural racism. What you're seeing now is structural racism at its best. And it's working against all of us. Mm-hmm. And we have to stop out. We have to stop promoting that nonsense and push back. When people say I white guilt, I bust out laughing. I can't stop laughing. I got to be honest with you, I laugh at you because I don't even understand what the hell that means. Now, think about it. I live in a community that I helped to build. I've mentored thousands of kids. My family has built thousands of housing. We educate our community. I'm an owner of my community, right? But I can also say for 50 to 60 years, black mayors, black judges, black BAs, black doctors, black, and our communities are worse off because the third hand still controls us because the people that represent us don't work for the black community, they work for themselves. So who's gonna get on here and tell me I'm lying? And when white Americans buy into that, you do yourself a disservice. You should be saying, how do we work together to be those people? How do we work together to restore our communities? So I'm not gonna call you as a white person, less patriotic or less American, because you're valuing your family, I value mine. But if we come together, we could win. That's why when I hear white people on TV talking about, oh, well, black people had it so bad. Well, what black people are they talking about? Because the black community I come from, black people led those communities. They're leaders in those communities. Black on black crime happens every day. So when you talk about black lives matter, I'm like, what the hell is that? That means you're asking for permission to exist. Listen to what I'm saying to you. You're asking for permission to exist. I said, no, black lives have value. So when you have value, that changes the discussion. So, I mean, I don't understand white America and I damn sure don't understand black America because black America is out there promoting that. Everything's a, everything is racist now. You know why? Because the global elite, the people in Congress, the white leaders that run Congress, all of the black caucuses in America and every state le- a state a, a government level, they work for the oligarchs. They don't work for their people. And I dare anybody, white or black, to come on here and tell me I'm wrong. I mean, you've you got to understand where I'm at. So it's, it's about health. Yeah. It's about rights, it's about saving humanity, and it's about finding your God courage. Why you think I'm being censored? Why you think you're being censored? This is the message that they don't want the world to hear. Yeah. You got me going now, Jane. You got me going now. I was gonna be calm today. You got me going, Jane. I love it, I love it. Like when that all broke out, I was like, what? I love every, every, every human around me that is of, heart and God consciousness, period. I don't care. And those that are thinking and have critical thought, even more so. So I, and to me, it was divide. It was all about division and people yet totally bought into it. And it's mind boggling. Love you for saying it, Kevin. Love it. And I love what you're doing. Thank you very much. I feel whites are coming, they're coming after us the same as every other race now. And and because we've stood by and watched a lot of things happen, now they're coming after our own children, you know? And you know what? You said, now see, that was the truth. They're coming after all of us. Yeah. And that's why if you turn on your TV, I don't know how anyone, I hate to like be hard on anyone. Anyone that turns on the TV and listens to Rachel Maddow or Joy Reid or MSNBC or Fox, they're delusional. Those people work for the very people that are trying to take everything away from us. Everything away from us. They don't even want you to have rights over your children. They don't even want you to worship. Well, you number one have to follow the money and know who's running everything, right? Like who buy, who owns the media? Just go look, people. Just go look. And then at least have the common sense 
to do your own homework after you're told something. White America, Black America, whatever tribe you're on, you're being snookered. <laughs> All of this race stuff. Actually, if we're going to have a real conversation, let's talk about class. Let's talk about classism. Let's talk about that. See, they don't want you to have a conversation about that. So I'm always fascinated by liberals in particular because my people vote 95% for some of the evilest people on the planet Earth. Those people are presently working every day to take everything from you. But their kids go to the top universities in the world and black Americans, you're still trying to fight for your kid to be educated in your own community. That's our fault. I mean, anytime you vote 95% for a group that doesn't value as a human being and the group, the same group that passed all of the policies that we're trying to blame somebody else for, my message is stop worrying about the barbarian at the gate and worry about the barbarian inside the gate. And, you know, this whole notion that you're going to sequester my voice, you must be out of your mind. I know who all of those people are. And that's why when you turn on MSNBC, you turn on all these radio on these TV stations, they have black people that look like me. Those people are not black Americans. They've been body snatched. Because <laughs> when I grew up, nobody, it was very rare to have a black American get on and trying to sell some propaganda that was already diminishing the value uh, of the black community anyway. So I'm calling them out. Yeah. So, so the same thing they did in COINTELPRO, when Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and all those great leaders were fighting with white Americans to fight against the, the tyrants at that time, they sick the government on us. So here's the things that they do. I want everybody to realize this. They dehumanize you first. They attempt to destroy you second. And then they attempt to criminalize you. I have a foreign government. I have a foreign government putting out information on me as a black American telling my community that I'm anti-black and anti-human and I'm putting disinformation out about the things that happen to my people. Where's the outrage on that? Where's the outrage on that? A black American right now, a black man, and they're all talking about race and a foreign country is putting documents out on me and the, 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 the dozen, the disinformation dozen, to say that we're anti-American, we're giving disinformation. No, people are listening to us, but they're using the government, a foreign government. And then you have government officials that represent our government saying that we should stop those Americans from talking to people that have a, a, a different view. And where, where are we? Where are we? Are we fighting for those people? Are we standing up for those people? Are we tearing down the buildings for those people? No. We're all sitting home in fear. And that's how they win. A black American. But they're talking about racist. Medical racism. Bobby Kennedy, all of us, got together, did this documentary to talk about medical racism, the arc of the horror that happened to black Americans. You know what Chelsea Clinton did? She got on her. Now, the benefactor of the black community, she benefited. Her family wouldn't be anything about the black community. She said that Bobby Kennedy should be deplatformed, not realizing that there were three black men that were co-producers of the documentary, Medical Racism. So what she was saying, that I was lying to my people, the community that I built with people that live in my community. She said, I'm lying to my community. So she's more black than me. This is what the liberal left, this is what they're doing. Yeah. She's more, they are more black than me. Than me. Do you understand what I'm saying to you, everybody? Oh, yeah. It's an incredible machine. They know how to 
manipulate and turn it whatever you know way and it's incredible they have the answer for everything well they're anti-black i'm saying all of them are anti-black i'm saying all of them are anti-white i'm saying all of them are anti-humanity all of them are anti-my children so think about that now they want to talk about racism but they're on the floors of congress saying we should we should stop that man who is this guy <laughs> but they're talking about racism talking about corporation of white supremacy well that's it in action you're talking about chronic illness you're talking about the most unhealthiest people on earth and what did bill and melinda gates do they say we got to go kill them first they're the sickest oh now we got to spend billions of dollars and coerce them to take something that's going to further erode their bodies further erode their god consciousness what are you talking about everybody black white Green, purple should be appalled. We should be offended. We should have our hair on fires. This is the Inquisition all over again. Yeah. This is eugenics all over again. This is the final solution all over again. And you're sitting on the sidelines behind your computers saying, oh my God, look what they're doing to us. What are we going to do? All of our ancestors should be ashamed of us. Well, Tell, let let me tell you, if I was told that I was first in line for this, I would ask why. And I would look much deeper. <laughs> and, you know, you've got to wonder if six months ago, a year ago, they didn't set it up just for that, right? To get people to think a certain way and push it a certain way. Anyway, I do, I do want you to give us a synopsis of your documentary. I think everyone needs to watch it. And, but I'm going to pass you to Steve now because I've had lots of good time with you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks, Jane. Thanks, Kevin. Um, Kevin, let's just point out the inversion because we're up against a formidable enemy, uh, a global cancer of Luciferian darkness and, uh, so if you just point out, this thing started with bogus projections, okay? Then it went into a two-week emergency that's now one and a half years. And the emergency is necessary to have all these um, inversions of truth and controls put in, uh, especially advancing the injection without proper uh, you know, research on top of all the measures that destroy your immune system. So now... We're up against this enemy that inverts everything, obfuscates the truth, and ignorance becomes huge because you can't be educated when you're misinformed. So to get in your God power, what's the best way? You know, like what I was trying to say is like, why are we listening to Frauchi? He's a career criminal. Why are we listening to a building that has a label that is an institution of authority because someone on the news says it is? I mean, people have to think, right? So my point is, you're right. The only solution is people have to get up and stand in their God power and take action, okay? But it's hard when you're ignorant and you're misinformed because that's how the enemy plays. So how do we combat that and wake more people up quickly and get them out of their ignorance? Well, I think the number one thing we shouldn't do is worry about that. What we should be doing is unifying more of us. The more we unify... I think some of them will start to see the light because they're going to start seeing that they can't go to the bank. They can't shop. They can't be free. They're going to be seeing that they don't have control over their children. They can't travel. They can't live. So the more we unify, the more we spread the good news, the more we spread the gospel, 
right? The more we stand up, the more we protect each other. Like you two doctors on here, we have to protect them. Those doctors that have been told and vilified now because they're telling the truth, we need to protect them. The activists around the country, I don't like that word activists, I'll tell you about that another day, but people that are leading and standing up, right? We need to protect them. The little, the, 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 the single mother, the, the family that's standing up and pushing back, we have to protect them. We all have to work together. We have to build our own village. We have to build our own tribe. See, if we do that, they can't win. The reason why they're censoring us is because we're beating them at the game. That, that third, that one third, that third, we're beating them. We're exposing all of them. You're a speaker. You're, you're on mute. Uh, they're trying to keep us from gathering with all these bull. That's right. So let's not worry. Let's stop worrying about them. Let's worry about ourselves. Then unify together. Then you know, show some love to each other and protect each other. If we start to do that, we win. If we get past the race narrative, if we get past the the, the narrative that says we shouldn't be working together, that your life is better than my life, it's absolutely. Ridiculous. I might have lived better than some of you on this on this thing. So what the hell are we talking about? Right? Yeah. So we got to protect each other. So we need to be sharing and talking to each other to say, hey, listen, we're all in this together. I have people tell me I'm losing family members. I'm losing friends. I said, well, that's what happens when you're seeking the truth. You stand alone. So just because you're losing a friend that was never your friend anyway, because he never shared your values anyway, because if they shared your values and you really understood what this was about, you wouldn't be saying that to me. But guess what? You got new friends now. I'm your friend. Because we're yeah. fighting for the same thing. Who's, who's protecting you? We need to protect each other. I like we that. need to fight for each other. Stop worrying about those people. Worry about the people that want to be awakened. Worry about the people that are in our group. Worry about the people that need our help. Worry about the people that need some love. Worry about the people that we need to be helping them to be more courageous by being there and sharing their pain with them. I mean, that's how I was brought up. And yeah. I think that's how you all were brought up. And I think we all yeah. share the same values and the same beliefs. We believe in something greater than ourselves. Not religion, but we believe in something greater than ourselves. That's what keeps me motivated. That's what keeps us motivated at Urban Global Health Alliance. That's what keeps us motivated at Freedom Airway. That's what's going to motivate us to build new communities around, around this world. That's what's linking us all around the world. I'm talking to people all around the world. They never wanted that to happen. They never wanted us to get together. So we need to stop being cowards. Not all of us, but the people that are like, oh, well, I don't know. Well, you're going to know in another year. <laughs> you're going to know in another six months. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell well, you what's getting ready to happen. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, like, please tell us, because, I mean, the... What people don't realize with this injection is that it's shutting down their innate natural immune system. And this well, is the thing that this is the thing you need the most to live. Well, let it's, me just tell you a little story. Okay. You know, because everybody always wants to talk about slavery and black people, like they understand. I mean, I'm fascinated when I see people talking about this stuff. I'm very, very well read in this in this on these issues. And we'll get about we we'll get on that discussion another day. But you know, there were a group of uh, Africans that lived in their country and they were free. And there were some people that were at war with some of those nations that went and helped, right, those white slave catchers to come in and, and then into the interior and take those people as slaves. So we got to identify those people that are doing the same thing, white or black or whatever tribe you belong to. We need to be aware of who they are. 
We need to be aware of their language, right? We need to be aware of the fact that they're ready to surrender themselves to a group of people that is documented that they're going to annihilate them. But they're going to give one group permission to live, to be a slave, and the other group they're going to try to annihilate, which is us, because we, we know what's going on. But haven't we seen this in society before? The vaccinated now, the unvaccinated. Check this out. Think about it. That's discrimination. That's racist. That's medical racism. That's medical apartheid. So all of these, you know, goody two-shoes liberals, because I'm, I'm really getting on them because they're the ones that are the most slickest. You know, they hug you and we're all with you. Yeah, as long as they're living a better life than you. They're the sellouts. Without them, you know. So, so as a black American, you know what I hear all the time? Well, Kevin, what about the Republican? I said, wait a minute, time out, guys. This is not Republican and Democrat. I'm telling you the people that are doing it now. If it was the other group doing it, I would be saying those people. But you give 95% of your power to a group that works every day to annihilate you, keep you in victimhood, take your right, your body sovereignty away from you. I mean, are you are you that ridiculously stupid that you don't see that? Or do you just want to be a slave? I mean, that's okay. I'm comfortable with that. So I'm not vaccinated. Okay, if you want to live separate than me, God bless you. Separate but equal. See, I'm at that point now. We wasted a whole year talking about something that we saw in front of us that we were in denial about. That's where I'm at. So anybody that's listening to this, I'm not that guy. <laughs> my group, my institutions that I'm working with, we're building a bridge to the future, not their future, but our future. That's where I'm at. I'm not leaving that. I'm not, and anybody suggest anything else, right? Because I'm about peace and love like everybody else, but I'm not a fool. Okay, because I know what they got in store for us. Yeah, I like it. I mean, only way is forward, really, and you can't you can't just uh, let them stop us. So, I mean, what what in all your travels around the? I mean, you're all over the United States. What, what is what number one? What's traveling like, and what are you seeing in terms of positivity and uh, breakthroughs? Well, traveling is very interesting. You know, I don't know what I'm going to get when I get on the plane. Am I going to get the mass Nazis? Am I going to get the people that are living in fear? If they look when when they breathe air, they think they're going to die. So I don't know what I'm going to get. But what I do is I stay in a very very calming and spiritual space. So that's what's got me through the year and a half. I get on the plane. I'm quiet. I stay focused. You know, I know what's going on. I'm I'm conscious of what's happening. That's why we build Freedom Airway. I'm conscious of what happens about our health because so many of us are miseducated. Some of us have been used and abused by big pharma. Some of us will fall for anything and I have to accept that. But my mission is to get the word out. My mission is that we need to work together. My mission is, is that we need to change the culture of health in this country. And not, not mine, but our, is, our issues, our concerns. I, you know, I hate the word I and, and me. I, have to, I get away from that. We. Hmm. I tell my team all the time, it's about we. It's not about me. And we have to start thinking about that because our kids won't have anything. left. You know, you asked me earlier, you know, I have two grandsons. I say that all the time. I'm doing it for my grandsons. I'm doing this for my nephews. I'm doing this yeah. for the women in my family. You know, and I'm doing this. To, 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 my parents fought for me. My ancestors fought for me. And all these bailouts, Kevin, if you just think of that, it's like if you have grandkids, do you realize these three trillion, two trillion most of that's going into the cronies' pockets, and the the, ch the grandchildren have to pay that. And you should be 
that alone should piss you off enough to say, I want that mother out of there. Well, listen, I I just got to tell you this, though. The other question, your other question about what people are thinking, people are waking up every day. I don't care if it's five. I don't care if it's 50. I don't care if it's 10. I don't care if it's one. People are waking up every day. People now see what this is about, but they don't want they don't want you to know that on uh, mainstream media. I call it Big Pharma News. They don't want you to know that in uh, in your local newspapers. They've all been bought off. They all have been bought off. There was a march in London and it wasn't even on the news. All been bought off. And and if you don't understand that, I, I can't tell you anything. But there's a movement out there in the country. People are paying attention. People are starting to stand up. I was just in Las Vegas with about 60 to 70 um, black Americans, right? Talking about the future of the world, not just black Americans, what it means to be a black man and stand up in your community. What does it mean to be able to stand up against the people that look like you and say, no, what you're doing is destroying our race and we will not be a party of it. Black Americans that clearly understand this is not about race. This is about class and ownership and perpetual slavery. The, the vaccine passport, we have to stop calling it the vaccine passport. We have to call it what it is. It is a slave passport. See, this is the problem. Stop adopting their language. It's a slave passport. That's what it yeah. is. We're walking yeah. around saying, oh, it's a vaccine. No, it's not. It is to take away your very right to be human. That's how they get you to accept it. They slip it in and then it becomes in your... So my messaging is real clear. God told me, God told us, God linked us together and stop worrying about the other group. They made, they, they chose, they chose a side. They surrendered. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not worried about them. I'm worried about you. Yeah. So people are waking up the white community. You know what they're saying? Kevin, what about this race stuff? I said, well, that's not your issue. <laughs> that's the people that are trying to sell it to us. We should be worried about working together. So stop sitting right here talking about your white privilege. You sound ridiculous. <laughs> you sound ridiculous. I'm sorry. Every time I hear somebody talk about, I feel guilty of being white. I say, well, I don't feel guilty about being black. Every time I hear a white person say, oh, Kevin, you know, we had a little bit more. Pri-. No, you did not. Yeah. I mean, the racism no, is a psyop. Yeah. You got black and white Americans. You got white America. Look, Black Lives Matter is white. It ain't even black. <laughs> Like, I mean, how can, how foolish can you be? I hate to be so harsh on you this morning, but you, I had two cups well, of coffee. It's it's funded by the the people the you know the same people that enslaved the uh, the free Africans. Thank you. So listen, I mean, listen, so, I'm just laughing. You got to laugh at this. No, my but I mean, that's my ancestors fought in every war. The American flag that you see flying in your state building, right, is my flag. My body's my black body was commoditized for it. My black body fought for it, like your your white body. We were the backstop to this global economy. We financed the growth of this country. So when I see black Americans talking about you know, America, well, this is my country. This is my land. My blood is in this land. So that flag is mine just as much as it is yours. So what are you going to do? Go back to another country and declare another flag when you your ancestors built it? You must be ridiculous. So white America, please stop with the nonsense. And all of this white guilt is a con job. You're not going to give back any special privileges like I'm not. I'm not giving back any special privileges. So what the hell is wrong with y'all? 
I like it. I mean, yeah, if you... I can't say anything to black people because I'm not black. Well, I'm saying something to white people and I'm saying something to black people too. I have to laugh about it. You got to let me laugh because I think it's so of absurd. I, it's what we call, um, Steve, maximum sophisticated confusion. Well, it's all by design. These divide and conquer. There is no racism. It's a, it's a deliberate scripted <laughs> divide and conquer mechanism. Well, let me just tell you how un-American that is right now, because I'm just going to I'm going to leave you in a couple of minutes. But oh, I got to get Mary in there. So Mary, Mary's I'm gonna take get... all the time you want, Mary. I'm going to take your okay. time. But we just had a black president. With a black U.S. attorney general that was in charge of the world. And everybody adored him. Not everybody. Wink, wink, nod, nod. And he did absolutely nothing for the community that gave him 95 percent of their vote, which means nothing because black Americans translate they vote for somebody else's power and wealth. Yes, the we black can. community is worse off now than it's ever been. And you want to talk about what race? Now, people say, well, Kevin, you shouldn't say that. I said, well, then all my ancestors died for nothing because what you know what they died for? For me to have the right to say what I need to say, but in context. Not just a radical thought without context, not opinion without context, not a thought without context. What I'm saying to you has context. I'm not some guy rambling on without context, without a deeper understanding of humanity, a deeper understanding of what it means to be black, a, 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 a different understanding of what it means to be a healthy black American that's speaking truth, not to power, but speaking truth to people all around the world. Just, what are we talking about here? I mean, so that's where I'm at right now. Mary, I like it. ask me any question you want because I love you. I love you, Jane. I love you, Grace. <laughs> and you know, Steve, that's my guy. So let me have it because I'm getting ready to leave this platform. Yeah, nice getting a chance to talk with you, Kevin. And I mean, I just see the whole race thing as a classic divide and conquer. You know, I've, I've never felt that I had any particular privilege. <laughs> and then, you know, and even with the sexism thing, when I hear of you know, jobs where women get picked preferentially over a man. I just want a qualified person. I don't care if it's a man or a woman. Um, but to, to your point about medical racism, you know, I've heard about medical tyranny and I think all of us, you know, we want people to have informed choices and that's part of why we're doing what we're doing. I hadn't heard of that term, um, the medical racism before. You know, I, so I was thinking about that because I think of it, you know, they're doing this jab to you know, everybody and, I think they're targeting the elderly first and, you know, people with maybe chronic health conditions. Um, but I wanted to ask you more about the medical um, racism and how you you feel like the focus of it um, is racist. Well, we, well, medical racism is not something we originally came up with. I mean, if you know the history of the black American in this country, and if you know the history of the, the medical industry in this country, our bodies were like, like exploited at a whole nother level, experimented on at a whole nother level because we were not human. We were not human in Africa, you know, to this day. But now when you look at medical racism, you have to put it in context in a greater global perspective. You know, medical racism, medical tyranny, medical apartheid, they are now using that same very industry that exploited and experimented on my black body to have control over all of our bodies as humans, right? So medical racism is just not for black Americans, it's for all of us. They're now using this global system to use a medical platform, to use a medical industry to do what? Apartheid, 
trap us into a community of people, right, that will be oppressed and suppressed based on the fact that we are valuing our bodies. So when we show medical racism in the documentary was to give a template, would give a understanding of what has happened to black Americans and Africans and other groups around the, around the world to understand what medical racism looks like. This is what medical racism looks like. This is what has been happening to us. So now look at what is happening to us to, from then today and look what's going to happen to all of us tomorrow. So racism, apartheid, right? Systems and policies that are used, what? To control groups of people. So we all are now, right now you understand, white America now understands what this is all about. And guess what? That history of what happened to blacks and black Americans, I say black Americans and African Americans, I mean Africans, you now see it. If you go look at medical racism, medical racism.org, you'll see the history. And that was just the tip of the iceberg. The CDC, the World Health Organization, NIH, the whole big pharma industry is annihilated the black race around the world. So when I see black Americans and black Africans saying, oh, give me more death, give me more control over my black body, they are absolutely the evilest people on the planet Earth. So medical racism gives you a guide to what's going on, a guide to what's happened to the black body, a guide to what's happening to the black prison and black prison, to guide that what's happening to black children, autism, chronic illness, obesity, autoimmune disease. Our bodies have been the profit centers for big pharma. So now, white America, you're gonna start waking up to understanding what medical racism is and apartheid is. You're gonna see it. It's right at your doorstep. So now, don't you think we need to work together? Don't you think we need to say, hey, wait a minute, hold time out. We all understand this. Let's come together and talk about all of the atrocities that are happening around the world. They don't want that. Yeah, and the, you know, the way I look at it is, you know, coming from, you know, you talk about big farmer, being a pharmacist, and I see all kinds of people lining up to take the drugs, whether it's a oral drug or get a jab. And so I just kind of focus on it just as people in general. So medical, you know, racism against the human race. They're trying to do it to, to all of us. And that's that's the way I see it. And I think that's that's where I like to focus. Because I think if, like you, were, you said exactly this, Kevin, well, maybe I can't get exact, but rather than just talking about their narrative and the things that they say, we got to come up with our own language, come up with our own, own plan and not just focus on the divide and conquer and focus on the groups, but focus on all of us together and what we have um, in common and to unify. And um, I want to just ask you, I know we're kind of getting to the end, if you can talk about your Freedom Airways and just um, just explain that to people who aren't familiar with that. It's, it's really interesting. Freedom Airway. Free to be traveled. Free to travel. Unhindered by masks. Unhindered by tests. Unhindered by the, the global tyrants to tell us where we can travel, where we can go, what we can do, how we get there. So, you know, travel like a human. What does it mean to travel like a human now? They're taking that away from us. They're taking it away from us. So we created Freedom Airway is a membership based um, um, company where you can join us and we can start to figure out the next pathway to free travel, the next pathway to be human. And we're only four months old. <laughs> it is incredible the people around the world that's been reaching out to us. So if you go on Freedom Airway, you will see it. Become a member, become a family member of the new tribe, the new way to move around the world to be free. Stop worrying about what they're doing to us and start worrying about what we need to do for ourselves. That's freedom. That's freedom. That's why it's called Freedom Airway. So at Urban Global Health Alliance, 
we're talking about changing the culture of health, right? But we also are taking ownership of our health, ownership of our life, ownership of our movement, ownership of where we eat, ownership of where we live. Oh, hell no. I'm not sitting back and letting those guys tell me what to do. I am not going to ever be a slave to them. So listen, if you want to travel like a human again, join us at Freedom Airway, you know, to be a part of the solutions as a startup, as opposed to being the group that's behind their computers, you know, uh, and saying, oh, look what's happening to us. Get out. Take some fresh air. Get out on the road. That's what Freedom Airway is about. We're going to be engaged in all travel. I can't tell you all of our secrets, but guess what? Freedom Airway. Come and join us. Become a member. We're working on all of these issues every day of how to travel, where airlines are look at, what private airlines we're going to purchase. Now, think about that. If this didn't happen, we would still be a slave to an industry that doesn't value us. So please come and be a member at Urban Global Health Alliance. Come and stay connected with us, Urban Global Health Alliance. Please, we do this on the backs of our hard work. We don't have a corporation giving us money. We need your support. Come to Urban Global Health Alliance. Support us. We're not asking you for a million dollars, but I've been to 17 cities. We have a team of volunteers, of four volunteers. And we've been busting our butts. And we're building a strong institution with a strong institutional voice, with a strong institutional science. Because that's how we that's what we know to, that's how that's what we know how to do. That's my history. I'm a builder. We're innovators, we're creative, we're linking the world together on this big issue to be free. So we need your support. We need you to come on and contribute to us. We need you to come on and join us. Stop standing still. There's a song that I always can't quite remember, but I try to remember. Um, and it says, when all else fails, you have to stand. It's time for us to stand. Everyone, I love you. So come and join us at Freedom Airway. Come and join us, contribute. Um, at us at Urban Global Health Alliance. We need your help. Um, 17 cities, thousands and thousands of people. Right now I'm in Colorado getting ready to show medical racism. Just was in Vegas talking about medical racism. Just was in Maine talking about medical racism. But not from the perspective that when you hear that, we're talking about what does medical racism look like to all of us? What does taking away our, our body sovereignty means from all of us? What does informed consent mean for all of us? Not just black people. When I hear black people say, well, I don't want white people. And when I hear white people, well, no. Oh, you sound absolutely ridiculous. And I'm going to call you ridiculous. I'm not here to make you happy today. I'm here for you to make pay attention. So you got to stand. And I love you. And I'm going to be talking all day. And um, you got me warmed up for tonight. So they might kick me out of the, uh, the place because I'm fired up today. So I thank you very much. Steve, um, Mary, um, Jane. And Grace, my sister in Christ, I love you. And, um, you know, I just love you. I, I'll do any, by the way, everyone, I do anything for Grace. <laughs> Thank you so much. And uh, just to, to any last statements for our brothers and sisters in New Jersey, because you know that in New Jersey, we're always having those small meetings and groups. And so, one of these days you had to show up in my area so we could really like fire them up more okay when you come back isn't it interesting i'm everywhere in the country and i haven't been back to new jersey when i go back to new jersey jane you know what i do i run in my house and try to eat some of my favorite foods and go to bed <laughs> and every time they call me about new jersey i'm like what but i'm telling everybody in new jersey 
I'm gonna, this is the message I have for all of these groups that are working together, not working together, arguing with each other, trying to figure it out. Enough is enough. We all need to come together no matter what our differences are, our petty differences are, and we have to work together or we will lose this battle for humanity. And don't forget, stand. I gotta go guys, I love you. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you so much. Kevin. Thank you. And stay in touch, Mary. Stay in touch, Jane. Come and join us and contribute to Urban Global Health Alliance and become a member of Freedom Mail. Absolutely. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. See you. Bye. Bye.